Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. TDN Fantasy. The TDN Fantasy, the TDN Podcast. Fantasy Podcast. With your host, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Welcome into the TDN Fantasy Podcast, Paige Demakos, Jake Arians, and Jamie Eisner. And we actually have a ton of NFL news to get into because, as, as per usual, the season is over, but it's going to heat up on all the contract situations that are happening across the NFL, free agency news, new coaching stuff that's happening across the league, whether or not there's going to be a change in some of the running backs that we've come accustomed to seeing in certain places for quite some time. All that happening, and what we're going to start with is contract news. Because, in in the words of uh, the great the great state of Texas, Dak Prescott's contract situation is fixing to say heat that up. For you? Fixing, yeah. fixing, fixing, fixing to heat up in Dallas. Fixing to heat up in Dallas. That's what the headline read, and I had a good laugh over that. The reality is, we've been talking about Dak's contract situation for a calendar year. That's the, we're, that's the amount of time we have spent talking about Dak's contract situation that did not get negotiated going into last year. He did not take the, what, $30 million offer that they gave him? Which was ludicrous. Which yeah. might turn around and not be so good for Dak. He played his way into the first couple of weeks looking like he was going to get paid. Then, obviously, things went different. He didn't look so good for a, a, a part of the season. It was really one bad game. Yeah. He goes to Philly. Carson Wentz has, like, us playing receiver. Yep. And lights it up. And Dak can't do anything. That's going to cost him some money. Yes, it will. It's very interesting three or four days later after Dak says, I'm not happy. I'm not getting franchised. And all of a sudden, it's fixing to heat up. The Cowboys caved to, to Zeke. He put pressure on Jerry. He didn't let Jerry know, I'm not coming in if you don't give me a contract. He just didn't come in and held out. Like, you don't do that. And they caved and paid him. And it looks like they're caving again to me a week later saying, okay, things are fixing to heat up. Let's let's keep him happy. If it's me, I'm not giving him more than $27 million a year in the transition tag, playing it out for another year. Or I'm even looking at some of these other guys that I think can play just as good in a new offense for Mike McCarthy at a lot less price. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the older guys. I mean, even Andy Dalton, Bridgewater, some of the guys that are going to be available are going to fit what they do better than Dak does. And if you pay him $35 million, and it's a long-term deal, you just lost Amari Cooper. You're probably losing at least one defensive player because when you pay the quarterback, you're losing four like four starters is what it yeah. equates to. Yep. It's going to be tough. I, I'm, I'd play hardball if I'm Jerry and Steven. I'm going to go back to being with the Joneses of Ben. The problem is they feel like they can win a Super Bowl. They feel like they can win a Super Bowl with what they have. Be interesting to see how it shakes out. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, look, right, right now the projected franchise tag for next year for quarterback is 26.9. Is transition tag, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the transition's down to 24.3. Okay. Use that. So it, it's one of those ones that – Somebody will match that, though. Yeah. The problem with the transition tag on that. Somebody, yeah, somebody will yeah, match that, especially at that price. Yeah. That's below market. But – it's it's tough because we've been talking about this and I still have the same issue this year as I did one year ago on the podcast when we were talking about this. Is Dak Prescott good enough to win the Cowboys a Super Bowl? Probably. They could probably win with him. But is he someone that's worthy of basically saying we're going to mortgage the future of our franchise in the short term to win it? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I think Dak Prescott does something that 10 other quarterbacks in the league can't do. Now, they don't have any of those other 10 right now. But we've talked all, all about all these guys that are available in the short term and some of the guys long term. If you're talking about 
the draft that's coming up when four or five guys could go in the first round, maybe even six if a team pushes from the bottom or trades back in. Uh, it just to me is I don't know that Dak Prescott is one of the five or six best quarterbacks in football. I don't believe he is. No. So I get really concerned about overpaying a long-term deal with that price because basically what you're saying is is we're going to try to win in the next two years, which I'm not sure they're going to. And after that, they're going to be paying way above market value, and they're not going to even have a chance. If he's 11 to 16, right? Yeah. Top best quarterbacks. We're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about real life. Yes, real life. Yeah, Bowl. totally different. But you're going to pay him like he's top three. And we know that top three or four transits, that changes every couple of years. Sure, Next guys sure. to come up or whatever. But that's overpaying. You don't win Super Bowls like that anymore. It's so hard to build the rest of your team and stay healthy enough to be deep enough, right? You can have good players everywhere else. But guys are getting hurt. You can't be deep enough. You can't fill those positions with veteran players that are making more than a veteran minimum and win when you have injuries. You lose Sean Lee in this situation. Perfect example last year when Banderesh goes out. You don't have that veteran guy to step in and you don't you don't miss anything. Yeah. Those are the guys you lose. I don't think Dak's worth more than 28 to 30. And that sounds ludicrous, but that's solid quarterback money anymore. And in six or seven years, it's gone from 20 to 25 to 28 to 35. But he's not in that $30, $35 million category for me. For, I think it's ludicrous he didn't take the 30 well, If that was true and that was on the table, I, I that's just, insanity that they didn't sign that and take it. Because what has he done with this team that proves he justifies that he's dollar? He's become a better amount. passer, and, you, they all, and this year was a great example of that. For sure. But, but he they, wins games. But they don't win playoff but quarterbacks games. Get all, quarterbacks and coaches get all the credit in the world yeah. for wins and losses. Correct. And they shouldn't. He's been solid. But you can replace him with 10 other guys and they win just as many games. Right, I don't so, know how many games he's won them. So let's talk about this right now. So I'm going to name some name some starting quarterbacks. They're in no particular order, but just I'm going to name some guys. Tell me how many of them that you would stop me. Just say which ones you wouldn't take over. Because that's okay. going to be over. Wood or win? For wood, guys that you would not. Okay. So okay. That, that guys that Dak is better than. Okay. Let's, let's say, a, let's use a three-year window. Okay. So we can we can include age into this conversation. On the Cowboys. Yes, on the okay. Cowboys. So if okay. we replace them right now. Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Drew, Brady. I'd take Dak over Drew Brees at this point. Okay. okay. Yeah. Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Lamar I'd Jackson. Take him, I'd take him over Rivers at this point. Yep. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins. Hey, maybe, 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 maybe Garoppolo, but not on the Cowboys. Derek I like Carr. Dak better for yeah. the Cowboys. Derek Carr, Jared Goff. I think we both probably take yeah. those guys. Yeah. Baker, Kyler, Josh Allen. Like we're starting probably to take him over Josh Allen for what the Cowboys are doing. He's a better Matthew passer Stafford. at this point. Hell no. No. So how many names did we just name? I didn't even got some of the other guys, some of the more younger guys that are coming up, like Drew Locke or Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold. We just or, went through at least. That's a lot of names. I take him over up. all of them, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he's eleven to sixteen, but that's you can't where he is. Like he's, he's top three. Yeah, he's, he's in the teens. He's in the teens. He's in that area, and he and that's has, for them. That's not just yeah. ranking them as quarterbacks. That's for what yeah. the Cowboys do. I think they, but the problem here is. Dallas is such a brand, and Dak has become such a brand because he does it the right way. He's a classy kid. He's he not going to get in trouble. Sure. All that stuff. The, like fan, the fan base loves him. I like that. And Jerry looks at the PR nightmare of moving on from that and then not being as successful. He was second in the NFL in passing last year. All of that plays into this. Here's the thing, though. Do, do, do Dallas Cowboys fans really care that he's second in the, in passing last year, or do they care that they were on the outside looking in last year? When they break season? it down to who the quarterback is, they care that he was second in passing because for he sure. became a better passer to do it. You can't tell me that Mike McCarthy wouldn't say, dude, if we can trade for Matthew Stafford. That's what I'm saying. Move on or Dak because we got that contract built in. We're good. we got the windows open. 
Let's roll. I just think the justification for the contract, right? Like Matt Ryan got paid after going to the Super Bowls. Russell Wilson got paid after going to winning in Super Bowl. You're talking about guys that Flacco got paid after Super Bowl. So, yeah. Like guys get paid because of winning and winning in the postseason, and Dak hasn't done that. Let me ask you this: Take Andy Dalton at 17 million or Dak at 35? Andy Dalton at 17. Absolutely, because you still have behind a, Cooper so- and behind you didn't a lose solid else. offensive line with a top tier running back, and that and Mike McCarthy calling plays. Hell yeah, for three years, I'm in. Well, what? I mean, if, even if we went from 17 to 25 to 27, because he's one more? year, one year left on his deal, at 17 yeah, so million. Set- but that's an 18 million dollar difference on the cap. So three, four players. Two, two, two like, really like, good superstars, players? or and four really good starters. That's a huge difference on your football. One team. of them is Mari Cooper that you get to keep, who said he wants to stay. I don't think he's going to be worth what, they, what they're going to pay him or what he's going to get on the open market either. But you don't lose. Any of those defensive guys. You could probably go sign a free agent. I just think a lot of the DAC conversation gets... Their secondary needs to get better, right? So, yeah, like, if they, they add Andy Dalton and they, they keep Amari Cooper, they've still got 8 or $10 million to go play with. They can go sign one of these safeties. Yep. Jamie's talked about this This free agency is nuts. Every position has top elite players. Yep. Most of them will re-sign with the teams that are on it. But... Some of them are going to hit the market. Yeah, I just with you're that, Dallas. You can go be in that market. You can go play that game. It's Absolutely. for me the my hesitation with Dak is that I haven't seen him win at the. Hall By the way, level. I like Dak. I so do I. I like Dak a lot. I love him for the Cowboys. I actually like him in McCarthy's offense, the boots, the nakeds, the stuff. Get him on the move. Also, sure. he does well, but not at that price. It's for, just you're going to hand you're going to handcuff yourself. Dollars. You're going to handcuff yourself to the best you can probably be as ten or eleven wins, moving forward. And I don't think that wins the division but maybe every three years, and I don't think that wins you a Super Bowl. No, it's fine to handcuff yourself, and we'll talk about this with the other quarterback that's going to get paid post-winning a Super Bowl. It's fine to handcuff yourself with these quarterbacks going, yeah, we already won one. Yeah, because the next guy we're going to talk about is a whole other conversation. 100%. The, but they're going to handcuff the crap out of their team. The difference course. is he wins them games. He wins them all of their games. Yes. And he is the team. Thank you. And it's a perfect transition into the Mahomes contract stuff because NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported that the timetable for Mahomes and his contract is different than what we've heard from ownership. It's, it's we're looking at right after the draft, them going to Mahomes and then locking him up long-term. I don't think any of us in this room would tell the Chiefs not to lock him up long-term. But that being said, we have talked about the fact that we thought they would get another year here without having to pay him where they would be in the Super Bowl window where they could keep guys on their roster for another year and potentially go into next year's next year's season as the Super Bowl favorites. They pay him now, that changes the I dynamic. I don't know, man. That's a completely different conversation. He can win. They can lose Chris Jones. They're in $16 million back on Sammy Watkins. He's gone. He yep. ain't coming back to that, whatever the dead money is there. You can draft receivers. You cannot pay free agents. You can have a mediocre defense with their defense became better than, even with Chris Jones, that they won't be as good without him. But you can pay him $38 million and you can give him a, I would just say, like 10-year, $300 million deal that he never leaves. Yeah, Kansas City's never letting him leave. Go ahead and lock him up now. He plays that deal out. To guarantee $180 million. Break the bank of whatever has been out there now. Because if he's your quarterback and you have a Kelsey-type guy and a Tyreek Hill-type guy, as long as it's him and the offensive line's good, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You can win the division and you can make a run. If you stay healthy everywhere else, that works. It's a completely different conversation than Dallas. Dak cannot do that. Patrick Mahomes is Kansas City. He's now won you the first Super Bowl in 50 years. 
I, I was hoping for the Chiefs' sake, like you just said, they yeah. wait a year. If I'm Mahomes, dude, pay me now. Like, what else of do course. you need to see from me? You just want a Super Bowl for the first time in right. 50 years. And like, they're going to say, yeah. And it's justified, right? It's coming off of a Super Bowl win. And my argument against Dak, and we'll get back to Mahomes, my argument with Dak has always been the identity of your football team is Ezekiel Elliott, not Dak Prescott. And the offensive line. And, and that's the problem with, I'm going to go pay you top-tier money when you're not even the identity of my football team. Patrick Mahomes is the is Kansas City. Like Kansas Nothing City, gets, pay the left tackle, pay the right tackle, pay the quarterback. Can you replace Tyreek Hill? Yeah. yeah. With him, you can. Nicole Hardman played really good when Tyreek Hill was out. Yeah. Can you replace Kelsey? Probably not, but you can try. Who else on that offense was that good? Damian Williams is a dude. He's okay. He was great in the Super Bowl. I said he should have been an MVP, but he's a dude. You can replace that. Yeah, he's you can, not making much anyway. There's yeah. 15 running backs in the draft. You can replace him. No, he's not. It, yeah, he's making 2.8 on the calf right now. Like, yeah. and he's 5 like, million total, whatever it was. Yeah. The deep, a Tyron makes a, a good chunk, and Chris Jones would make a ton. So you're going to lose him. You just won the Super Bowl with that team. Yeah, you, you're going to lose Chris Jones. If they do an extension, at least in year one, just the money they'll save, the 14 million they're going to save on Watkins is enough. Even if they just cut him, is enough to make up what's going to happen this year. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you so, can't you can't do a long term deal with Chris, and I don't think he would yeah. want to do a short one at this point after a one year transfer. Yeah, so tag. I mean, so look, look, Chris Jones is a superstar player, but you sign Patrick Mahomes because there is no replacement value for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he is the best quarterback in football. Yeah. Period. End of story. There yeah. is no replacement and going to be for the next decade. Yes. Plus. Period. Yes, and, and look, they have some. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of scrolling through some of their cap stuff right now. They have some flexibility that, that, like we talked about, the fourteen million involved if they cut or move on, or he takes a year off, whatever it is for Sammy Watkins. But they have some guys next year too that they can move on from, like even if it or even if they restructure Tyron's deal, they could save up to fifteen million on his deal at, in the twenty twenty one off season. I mean, so they have some flexibility. I'm sure Ty would be fine with hanging around and extending this thing yeah. out. He's going to get yeah. all of his money, but you can move it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so give him a signing bonus, extended out a year, whatever it is. They have some flexibility over the next two years to get this done without losing too many. Again, they're going to probably lose Chris Jones. You're probably going to lose another piece, but without losing their entire defense, and they could still should be the Super Bowl favorites in 2020 and 2021, even if they. Sign. It's just the exact opposite of the argument I just made for the Cowboys, where you don't want to lose those veteran backup players that you're not going to be that deep. He's so elite; it doesn't matter. You literally yeah. just won the Super Bowl with an eh team. Yeah, the defense played much better the second half. They played good in the playoffs. But they don't have – you don't go top to bottom on that defense. Chris roster. Jones missed a game in the playoffs. That's what and I'm saying. Like, no, but like their receiving core is whatever. It's how much they have a top three receiving core. I heard that the other day. I was like, who? No, mm. no they don't. Kelsey and Tyreek Hill? No, they don't. <laughs> One, by the way, Kelsey's a tight end. It's not a receiving core. Yeah. That doesn't, yeah. You can't even throw that out there. So, no, they don't. There's no. a bunch of dudes. Can you, ima- can you imagine what Patrick Mahomes would do in, I don't know, the, Buc- the Buccaneers yes. offense? That's what a top-tier wide receiving th- looks like. Now, that would be – I don't even know the amount of yards that he would have. You'd it probably, would be ridiculous. He'd probably pull a hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Moving, moving right along. Uh, should the Titans – we're keeping on the, on the contract stuff going, who we're paying and who we're not. Um, listen, I'm going to say this right now, just because people will get mad. We're always pro the players getting their money. Let me just say that. I just objective from somebody. Yeah. From yes. somebody. I'm just being, we're objective in the fact that we look at this and we go, okay, if I was the GM of this football team, would I do this deal? No. And then, and that is my answer to should the, should the Titans pay Derrick Henry, what he is going to look for and justify and knowing everything that we know about running backs, it, it doesn't make sense. I, I love Derrick Henry. 
what he did this year was incredibly impressive, but the reality is it is one of the easiest positions to rotate somebody else in to draft for. And it is so hard. The, the window of time that you have with a top tier running back is so small. And you don't know when it's coming. They don't just decline. They fall off a cliff. Yeah. David Johnson. You fall off a cliff. I don't think David, that's another story, but. Injuries allowed yeah, stuff to like that happens. diminish. Demarco Murray, Demarco Murray, they don't different. They backs, don't taper but... off. They fall off a cliff. And if you fall off a cliff with a guy with a fifteen million dollar cap hit, how long do you? Stay? Like, I'm cool with giving Derrick Henry a David Johnson type deal, like a three year yeah, deal. I thought that makes what sense. the Cardinals did with David Johnson a couple smart. years ago, and I thought it was smart for David Johnson to sign it because if he had a big year, he gets another one. Yep. Derrick, I would not give Derrick Henry any more than three years. Four hundred touches, two years in a row, whatever it's been. Like, yeah, he's a big dude. You're talking about he doesn't get hurt when he hits people. People get hurt when he hits them. It takes a toll, man. I, yeah. I was around Christian Okoye in his prime and watched the decline. It wasn't falling off a cliff, but it wasn't the same dude pretty quick. All those shots to the thighs mean you can't run. I, I was Jerome Bettis at the end. He couldn't get out of bed till Thursday after playing on yeah. Sunday. He like, had to walk through Friday, walk through Saturday, play on Sunday again. It takes a giant toll. And, you're again, you're handcuffing yourself from winning moving forward. Yeah. They think if they sign Tannehill and, and – and Henry, they're set. I'm cool with it for like I'm cool in the short term, but three cool. year deal. But is if he going to sign Henry, short term? Derrick Henry's a five star recruit from Alabama mm. that was a high he's draft not. pick. He's not. He's he not going to sign that. He no. wants. He wants Gurley's contract. We'll get into that in a minute. Which means he's <laughs> going to bring gonna, up that name. He's going to kill the franchise. Nine hundred and eighty nine touches in his four years in the NFL. Derrick Henry has, <sighs> which isn't that many. How many over the last two years? Most, I mean, with this year. Half so of this year he had, doing the quick math. I can't even imagine. Including the playoffs. Because it it's wasn't not, that much early. No, it it's wasn't. Probably that. 200, 200. Wasn't it? It's like, four, it's got to be it's over It's got to be close to 400. Yeah. 409. 409 touches. So almost half this that, year. Yeah. That is insane. You have a three-year window max. So you give him a four-year deal and you have money tied into the fourth year. You could also front load the hell out of it and back load Tannehill's deal if you're going to give Tannehill a five or six. Yeah, yeah that would be interesting because right now they're sitting on about $40 million of cap space. They can't really, I mean, unless they move on from like Jarrell Casey, I don't think we're still going to do. But like, I mean, they don't really have a lot of flexibility there. They have a ton of money, but they have some big contracts they're going to have to Taylor Lewan's contract up? Did they already redo him? Uh, And then Conkles probably got another year or two, but. Taylor, oh yeah, they did because Taylor Lewan's got Four more years left on his Okay, deal. so that's good. So did, and actually, 40, pretty, I mean, next year he's making 18.2 against the cap, but then it goes 13.8, 15.1, 14. 14.8. It's not terrible. So he's already locked up. You're yeah, right. so he's locked up. This is my Kansas City conversation. Yeah. He's set a left tackle. Unless he gets suspended again, then he's a 10-game oh, yeah. suspension. <laughs> you want $40 million is not enough to do Derrick Henry and Tannehill. No. no. So who are you losing? You sign them both, you're losing guys on your team. Yeah. Yep. Right now the guys, they could cut – that they would be in just in a reasonable line to cut would be if they cut Jarrell Casey, they'd save 10.2 on the cap. Hmm. If they cut Daquan Jones, they'd save seven. With on. only a yeah. 1.3 million penalty, that one seems the most likely. I, I, Delaney Walker is interesting, 6.4 you'd save on the cap with a 1.6 penalty. Done. Move on. I mean, yeah. Smith came on. Yeah. There's 13 million right now. Now you're getting. Deion Lewis, 4 million with only a 1 million penalty on the cap. Done. I mean, so, so like those 21 million. So now you're 61 million. You, that's plenty to get it done. That's probably yeah. that's. So I mean, that's, that's how you. But you also just lost two starters and a role player. Yeah, better draft really well. The great, so great going into the. That's why I love free agency. Before yeah. the draft, yeah. there's a bunch of pass catching running backs yep. slash all around running backs yeah. to take Deion Lewis's place. And we talked about Delaney Walker. And you can get him in the second, yeah. third round. Oh, absolutely. Which means you're paying him seven, eight hundred thousand. So yeah. 
you're good. You drafted well. You liked what Jonu Smith did last year, so that's he became game. a stud. He's, yeah. he's great, so you're not worried about and moving Delaney's on old, from Delaney. He's been injured. Like, that's yeah. an easy one to move on from. Yeah, two of those, you get 13 million like that. That, yep. that makes yeah. sense. Now you're 50, what 54? Yeah, and then you can move on from those other guys if you wanted to, but you have nothing else, so you better have. No other needs. Yeah, so yeah, so at that point, they'll put them at like 64, 65 in cap space. Okay, so that puts the same exact team on the field next year. Yeah. Minus two starters you have to replace. Yep. And a very important piece in Deion Lewis because Derrick Henry is going to get beat up eventually. Like I said. And Lewis played a huge role in offense two years ago. He didn't so much last year, but was a big piece two years ago. So so were they good enough this year? They they got hot. They played pretty good. I don't Malcolm (laughs) Butler got hurt and tripped that defense, but. They're like not winning a Super Bowl with that team. Well, they're not. Well, they didn't get by KC, and they won't get get by KC again. again. I don't know. They get by Pittsburgh, Baltimore next yeah, year. That's the, depending on the, Char- the Chargers' to, quarterback situation. They're what? probably my pick at the moment, but they're not a lock to win that division. Like no, because in Indy's got a hundred. Who the hell knows? But Indianapolis could be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Indy's going to do something interesting. Indy, Indy has so much cap space. They can move. They can. They're going to be. A, they could be a completely different team yeah. next year, and and they don't have. They're not that far off. Like they're not that far off. They got great coaching staff. They got good pieces in line. Good young good, defense. Good they don't have to sign. Defense, good pieces on their offensive line that they have locked they don't up. Don't have to pay the running back. That's. I mean, that's, although they're they're going to. Yeah. Talks to him to extend Marlon Mack, but yeah, they're going to extend him for cheap. Yeah, I mean, he's, sure. he's going to take the money and be like, all right, I'm set for life. I'll play it out and get another cheap. contract later. Fine. If I'm yeah. just he's saying, if I trust anybody, it's Chris Ballard. And Frank Reich to get that whole situation. But you got to get aggressive out. and you got to get creative, and it's going to be really. You got to get a quarterback. So they go into what they have now. I don't like them next year. No, they they were okay at times. They're going to be solid eight and eight. They could go ten and six. They go six and ten. And Just Houston, like the rest of that division. Houston's going to be better. You maybe 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 I agree with Jamie. They may, it might be my pick to be like fall off the cliff. Yeah, next it could year. be. So the Colts right now have $86 million Good in Lord. cap space. It's not as much. as they, the, the difference is they don't have a bunch of their own guys to resign unless you start talking, okay, we want Ebron back, all that kind of stuff. The offensive line is locked. Although Costanzo's a free agent, right? Yes. Uh, I left so, yes. Okay, so there's a big chunk yeah, of that he's gonna get paid. right there. And that's pretty much it. They're, they're not cutting any of the other guys that are going to make big money. Maybe Marcus Hunt, but uh, they're really not going to cut anybody else. So that's pretty much what their cap's going to be. Okay. They're gonna have room. They're gonna make moves. Yeah, so you, you left tackle if you want Ebron back, they can but that's seventy million left. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of space. Like the Bucks have ninety million, but they're about to re-sign yeah. six dudes and they got nothing left. Yeah. And they still gotta get creative yeah. to figure out what else they're gonna do. Yeah. I doubt they can pull it off, but if they could trade Jacoby Brissett, if they find another quarterback, things would be interesting because they can free up sixteen million if they trade him. I doubt we're trading him to take a sixty million dollar cap hit for him at this point, but especially with all the other quarterbacks. The Bucks don't bring back Jameis Winston. But, who's, who's making him a starter? Yeah. Who's going to trade for Jacoby Brissett yeah, with a sixteen yeah. million dollar hit? No, yeah. way. I can't imagine. I can't, I can't imagine either. All right. Although it could be interesting, like say the Lions trade three, okay, and somebody trades up and takes Tua, which is going to happen, and you can't play Tua in year one. We all think like yeah. the agent doesn't want to, I mean, he wants to. That could be a place where you go, okay, because only one year. We, we one call year. Indy. Detroit trades Stafford, keeps three, brings in Jacoby Brissett and Tua, $16 million hit. Yeah. Tua's going to be a pretty big hit at number three, mm-hmm. but he didn't have to play right away. Yeah. And you move on, and then you save all that space the next year. By the way, you just gained $33 million or whatever it is from Stafford movement for this yeah. year. I think his cap is yeah. 26, 27, whatever we talked about. But that would be interesting. Or somebody moves into three, 
and does that. That's the only scenario yeah, I can or, see that or, happening. Or, I mean, not, it, he's a better player than this, but do almost like an Osweiler scenario where maybe a team with cap space says, you know what, we're willing to basically pay for draft capital. Yeah, it's true. And we'll take a one-year, you know, you're going to pay true. the first bonus, so we'll take a one-year $16 million cap hit for a mid-round pick. Mm, I mean, again, I don't think it's likely. It's just some of the things that can – Listen, I – All the things for, that are the hypotheticals. Yeah. They got to get creative, and they got to get aggressive. And, and we'll I think they that. will. I think they will. Just, there's one of the there's a bunch of teams that could go from eh, they could be eight and eight to a Super Bowl favorite almost pretty quick. Yeah, it's with the cap it's, space that. Yeah, this, this and all the movement of top tier players that exist in this free agency. All right, keeping on the uh, on the running back situations here. Should slash can the Rams trade Todd Gurley? Should hell yes. Can they know? Yeah, correct. Um, so they're going to eat this contract for three more years and it's going to be painful. It's going to be de- so detrimental to this team long-term. You're talking about creative. Les Snead's got to get beyond creative because I, they got to sign Jalen Ramsey, which we've talked about. They're going to lose Littleton. They're probably going to lose their kicker. There's like, everybody's, they're going to, they got good players. They're going to go poach them because they're not going to be able to afford any of them. I think yeah. the word you're looking for. Dollars cap space. I think the word you're looking for is impossible because well, I don't know that there's. I don't know that there's enough creativity that exists in planet Earth to make this. No, team. nobody's trading for Todd Gurley no. at five million dollars. No. They'd have to eat. Well, a yeah, ton he, of it. They'd have to eat seven million a year for the next three years yeah, for somebody to trade. And even on the cap side, if they trade him, they're still on the hook for a twelve point six in dead money this year. They get four point six of relief. Like they're not even. They wouldn't even get it's that the much worst. relief. The contract is awful. Yeah, it, it went looks way so too long. It's it bad, and it's what these three more years. They're locked into yeah. big money, right? I mean, it's yeah. What does that look like? For hell yeah, they should trade him, team. but hell no, nobody's taking right him. I mean, uh, that's so. Todd Gurley is signed. <laughs> it's bad, dude. Todd Gurley <laughs> is signed for one, two, three, four more years. Seventeen, seventeen and a quarter is the cap hit next year. Thirteen point two in twenty twenty one. Fourteen point two in twenty twenty two, and eleven and a half in twenty twenty three. I don't even know if he'd be playing in 23. No. He might not be playing in 22 if his knee is as bad as I think it is, watching last year. He looked good at times. I just had my knee replaced at 42. Some days it feels good. Some days it feels bad. But you're talking about a running back in his late 20s with bone-on-bone issues. Why I got a partial knee replacement at 42. I don't even want to know how bad that is to try to play. I can imagine some days it feels okay, and you're a run people over and look like Todd Gurley. And some weeks, you're going to miss the entire game because – Something just doesn't feel good enough to go play. At 17, 14, 13, and whatever, come on. Yeah, it's not good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, That's are. the cliff I was talking about. But there are, they're in danger of going off the cliff now with three more years of that, not one year. Yeah, there's just, there's no, and there's no one they can do anything with. By the way, you paid your quarterback the highest paid offensive player in the history. Aaron Donald, highest paid defensive player in history. And Jalen Ramsey wants to beat that. Yep. And you gave up so much capital, you don't have a first round pick for three years. So you're paying Jalen Ramsey regardless. Yeah, they're they're just in a they're in a bad spot. I mean, As look, I said, Goff's making, making 36 next year on the cap. L O L. Like right now, good the, luck. Their top five cap hits for or top four cap hits for next year: 36 for Jared Goff, 25 for Aaron Donald, 17 and a quarter for Todd Gurley, and 16.8 for Brandon Cooks. That's where they're at. Cooks is insanity. They're moving on from that, regardless. Like, there's no way. The, I, they, they might not be able to. They'd have to. There's no way. He's locked in, too? Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, so if they trade him, they would still lose money. They would still have more dead cap. Yeah, they can't cut they him. They can't trade him. There's another guy nobody's trading No, for. they can't trade him, and they can't cut him. If they cut him, this cap hit goes up to $29.8 million. They will they will lose thirteen million dollars of cap space if they cut him. So you're not sign, you're not re-signing Cooper Cup, your quarterback's safety nope. blanket best friend. He yep. signed for four more years as well. 16.8, 16.8, 17.8, 17.8. No, no, no. Cooks. 
16.8, 16 16.8, 17.8, 17.4. Oh so God. you're not re-signing Cooper Cup. You can't. You're going to lose Robert Woods. You're not signing any. You're going to have no op. You're going to have no left tackle. Oh because you're going to have 50 It's worse than I thought it was. You're going to have 50-something million dollars tied up in Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the defensive side. Mm -hmm. 36 in golf. 54 between golf and Gurley. Gurley. And, and 80 and million Cooks. between and Cooks, Cooks, Gurley, and Goff. Five By players. the way, that's not the triplets. That's your salary cap. That's everything. That's a hundred and that's hundred and ten hundred twenty million dollars. Good and, luck fielding and, a football and team. And five guys. Yeah. Literally. Good five. luck. And yeah. oh, by the way, you don't have any first round draft picks. For three years. Yeah, and the reality is is the earliest they could possibly even conceivably get out of Jared Goff's deal would be twenty twenty two. Here's what you and do. Even then you're taking ten million. Here's what you do, because we're talking about getting creative. You trade Aaron Donald. Sounds like lunacy. But you, somebody would do it. You damn near have to because you just replaced that contract with Jalen Ramsey. Yep. Somebody would trade for Aaron Donald. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but 100%. With that contract, whew, would the Houston Texans do it and move on from J.J. Watt? Yep. They're pretty much replacing that, a much better player at this point for almost the same money. And at better age. M much better. Uh, but you almost have to at this point because the other guys that you're you're stuck with Goff, you're stuck with Gurley, you're stuck with Cooks, and you're stuck with Ramsey, your only leverage to do anything to free up cap space is take that $25 million and take five, five, five million a year guys to put them as starters yeah. and hope they play really well and draft really well. From the second round on, because you don't have any first round picks. Yeah, five more years for Aaron Donald in his deal. So, 25 to 28. He's a monster. I, that, that's one I would take. Sure. A lot. I think 15 or 20 teams would look at doing that. The thing that sucks but what are the now Rams is retro back for that? retroactively, don't you look back and go, the Jalen Ramsey thing was a mistake. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They thought they were good enough to do it this but that's year. What and I, they, he having, made a huge impact. That defense sure, became good. Doesn't no. that doesn't that make you think though? Sometimes where you're looking at, and we're I remember the three of us having this conversation going. You are looking up at two teams in your division, yeah. not two teams in the whole conference. Two teams in the division that were ahead of that's you. That's where egos take over rationale. Yep. So, we learned. We learned. Laramie Tunsil warned everybody when horrible the Texans decision. did that and gave up that capital. He's got you handcuffed on getting paid yeah. because you can't give up those draft picks and not have him for another five or six years. That was your warning shot. And you gave up two first round picks and a third for Jalen Ramsey, yeah. whatever. And now he's wanting 20 million. And you, plus a year. And you missed the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, the window is shut. It's not, no, it's, not it's closing. Over. It's shut. No, it's shut. Not with this current roster. They can't, it's not. This roster moving in a new stadium, it was $4 billion. I would not be a happy owner. No, no. I'd be pissed. They can't make it work. I can't see how they make it work. It's it's too – there's being aggressive and then there's making bad decisions. And what happened last year was not knowing and being honest with yourself about where your team was. Because if Who they were Brandon honest with the themselves – It was one of the other teams. Because they traded for him. Right. Me, yeah. The Saints where he got the contract and then they traded for him? Well, I, I know when the Patriots they gave him that and then traded him. If it was, then I'm going to give Belichick props. We've been killing <laughs> for his moves. No, it was but, the Rams because they signed him to the extension. They signed – they sent him to that on July of 2018. Yep, they signed him that five-year extension. That's right. They did it last year. They were throwing around plenty of money at that point. Apparently, apparently they thought the salary cap was uh, like baseball, where you just do whatever you want. Yeah, you're LA, so you're a big market team. You're, yeah, just, know. just go be the Dodgers. Just go throw around People money. People that are listening right now, we say it all the time. We're going into free agency. Save me the fact that your team is in anybody's sweepstakes unless you've already looked at your cap number, because I promise you, you're probably not. This this free agency is going to be phenomenal. The first twenty four hours are going to be nuts, and then it's going to be dead for about five days. Yes, yep. everybody else will be trying to figure out what the hell can we do to figure out how we we can't even go to training camp right now because we'll be over the cap. Yeah, good luck. Like it's 
The rant, that's, that it, is it such an interesting. It dictates everything you can do. I don't care how good you want to be. I don't care how good your coaching staff is. I don't care how good to the, think the players you have now. The salary cap dictates everything that everybody can do. That's why there's so much parity in the NFL, and it's beautiful. By the way, it's going up. Everybody's getting a little bit of a hit. But if you have, if your cap guy hasn't been really creative and really planning for the future, the Rams are screwed. Yeah, I I can imagine. I'm hoping that LA, I, I assume they have a cap guy that sat with them throughout this whole process. But man, I can't imagine that anybody that has a professional job in this in it told them that this was smart. I, I just can't imagine it. You're they, banking on Sean McVay and Goff being Sean Creighton and Drew Brees. Yeah. You're banking on Brandon Cooks getting no concussions. You're banking on Todd Gurley having a knee rejuvenation, which, by the way, doesn't happen. Nope. It's Because it, you're not banking on your offensive line being any good. No. They had the two two draft picks last year look pretty good. They played late. They were solid. But the offensive line is going to change again. You're going to not be able to sign Cooper Cup. And you're praying that Aaron Donald leads the league in sacks and that Jalen Ramsey is Deion Sanders. For you to have a chance to go ten and six, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, and probably finish second in your division still. Because oh, by or the third. way, yeah, we're third. Good luck. Uh, it's it's not a pretty outlook. And oh, by the way, the biggest part of that is what Jake mentioned earlier. They're about to move into a four billion dollar stadium in LA, where if you if don't that owner anything, wants full. Yeah, and I will tell you what will not happen if that team does not win. They that stadium will not be full. I'm gonna tell you this much: if the Chargers get the right quarterback. And go thirteen it's and three. Be a Chargers town. And the Rams go seven and nine, and they're playing the Rams building that Kroenke built. Yep, that is not a good look if you're the Rams owner, front office, anybody. Here's, like, the, here's the thing I know about LA because Arizona is not far off, and we all know There's this. Plenty here. of other stuff to do. Plenty of other stuff to do, and everybody likes what's what's cool oh, yeah. right now. And I can tell you this: if the Chargers go in next year and light it up, and the Rams are bad. All of a sudden, all those people that were rocking Rams hats are going to be rocking Chargers gear because that is how that city operates. They both suck to be rocking Raiders hats. Yep, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. It is going to be could be really interesting. It could be really really interesting. All right, Greg Olson to Seattle. That's what Jamie had in our notes here. Um, Is this the right move? Is this would this be a good thing for the Seahawks first and foremost? Obviously, we saw what happened last year when Will Disley went down. It had a huge impact on on this team. Is Greg Olson the right piece for that football team? Yes, for the right price. If you keep Disley and keep the other one, so they, they should be pretty cheap for what you had. So if it's a six, eight million dollars one year deal, yeah, yes. And Greg's a exceptional locker room guy, like oh, be, one of the best. Yeah, no, he's, he's top shelf human being. We yeah. talked about that a bunch on the show. Love, love the dude. I personally want him in the broadcast booth, but he wants to play. Yeah. If Tom Brady stays in New England, I think that's a better choice. Um, but Seattle could make a run, and that's one of those pieces. And they, they, they have to keep the other guys, though. You can't give Greg $12 million no. and you lose one of those other guys. No, you need Disley for he sure. He hasn't He's been healthy off. for a whole season for, sure. for a while. So I, I love that addition with Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. Yeah. I don't see a lot of other places. They talk about Washington because with Rivera, I think Greg wants to win. Uh, I don't think it's about the money. So yeah. we'll see. I was going to say Bears fans want him back in Chicago bad because he was there for a long time. Yeah. And because they poor Trey Burton just has not been able to stay on the field. Well, that, um, that and also that he's not the player people thought he was. 100%. He, he had a cool play in the Super Bowl. Everybody lost their minds. But I just – I think for – and I get it, Bears fans. I was I was so upset when Greg Olson left the Bears, and I would love to see a homecoming. I just don't think for the money – 
it's where they need to spend the money. He's right a now. pro's pro, for sure. But he's not a road grader. They need a they need Vance McDonald. Yeah, yeah. Healthy Vance yep. McDonald ish type player, not like, which is a bigger version of Kittle. Correct. They need a dog because they need to run the ball in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. I, I just don't think it's the right fit. Yeah, I mean, at the, at the right not price. not a bad fit. No. no. At the right price, Seattle would be a good fit for them. Disley's going to be back next year for less than a million. They can cut Ed Dixon and get like almost $4 million of cap space, which would help make that signing happen. I think Hollister's a free agent, so yeah. we'll see if they bring, end up bringing him back. But Yeah, yeah. but he didn't do enough to get Yeah, yeah I mean, no. he's, he's a guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a guy. But he's a guy that fits the system to know yeah, that the quarterback sure. likes. And you have three of those? For sure, at yes. the right price. Yeah. He's probably not going to justify a huge contract, so they can make it work no. with those three guys. Yes. One year's $8 million, guarantee the whole thing. Yeah, they can make it happen. You, you pay half of them just by, just by cutting in Dixon. Listen, like, I'd C- love to see him with Russell Wilson. Yeah, and I, I and I am excited to see what this Seahawks team looks like next year because they almost went into Green Bay and had a – They need a hell of a lot of help on defense. Yeah. They, they're going to be a For sure, for sure. But they also have a ton of – Chris. I mean, they were so – riddled with injury when they got to that, no, that they got to the playoffs, but I don't know that they make the playoffs with this defense the way it is right now. Probably not. They're going to have to, they're going to have to draft well. They're going to have to get creative. Like we're talking about, but like we'll, a lot of teams are going to do that. And that would be one way to get creative. What I would hate to see is Greg Olson signs with the Patriots like early and Tom Brady leaves. Yeah, I, I would hate that for for him. For him. Yeah. That, Cause that, that would, would that would not be an awesome, that would, awesome dude. Yeah, yeah. That would not so be. That makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, let's talk about the, so one of the things we've talked about on our show before is, is Jacksonville one, Jake went to London last year and had an experience and talked so glowingly about how awesome the, the UK London experience is for the NFL, right? They are so passionate. I can speak to it because the draft network launched our, launched our premium offering and it's only in the United States right now. And every single day, somebody from the UK hits me up about when we're going to have that offering available to them. They are, it's a rabid fan base. The NFL it's not just is, the UK. It's Germany. Yeah, huge. I get Sweden. I've gotten Norway. Yeah. It's like all, and, and the NFL is paying attention. They just signed a big Facebook deal where they're going in and they're going to start broadcasting some of the games through Facebook. What's it come down is, to, Paige? Money. Money. Of course. A, lot, a of, lot of people. media market. A lot of people there. sell out every game. I said when I came back, Jacksonville makes the most sense. Tottenham Stadium is awesome. And two games next year. And That's what we're talking already, about. Back-to-back games for the first time ever. It's setting it up. I came back as a Jacksonville team. Yeah. There will be a team there in five to seven yeah. years. I think it's closer to five than seven. This is the first step. You still have to have the off-season American headquarters for free agency, for the draft, for all that kind of stuff, because you're not going to be flying guys across the pond no. with the 20-plus people you know, twenty plus people they're going to visit. Tottenham's also building a facility, an NFL-ready facility for day-to-day operations in season that's 10 minutes from the stadium. It's set for a team to happen. I think that that place will be ready in 18 months. I think there's a team there in less than five years. I think it's Jacksonville. I think they're setting themselves up to do that. It's going to be weird and really cool in a lot of ways. But it's, I mean, it's, it's one way to make it more global. And I think it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Look, they, they can make it happen. You, you start the season with three games in the U.S. stateside. You have a bye week. You play, I mean, you play eight in a row at home. And have each team that flies in, yeah, go on a bye week the next week. Then you fly back and you end the season in the states. Like yep. you, you, it's not ideal. It's not the ideal normal NFL schedule you would want. But you could do it easily. You can put yourself in a situation where you have that long home stand and being like, okay, like at least if I'm going to go over there, I know there's this two month period where I'm not leaving. Yeah. I don't have to leave the UK. I can play. Players can play and coaches can play and leagues yeah, can play. Yeah, they used to it. Everybody can plan accordingly. And if you're good enough to make the playoffs, you deal with that as that comes and happens. Odds are you're playing in the U.S. for most of those. But 
You know, you, you can make it happen, and the NFL is going to make it happen eventually. Oh, they're going. But to. There are things that are just that are just going to happen. Shad Khan is going to want to make it happen. Yes. There's, he's going to quadruple the value of that yes. team yeah. if it's in London. They're going to London, and by the way, Shad Khan is an international businessman who makes a lot of money in a yeah. lot of different ventures. He and his son both, and. The seventeen game season. Let me. Yeah, both things so are happening. Both things are. Yeah, both things are it's happening. And, and let me explain to you how easy of a decision that is when you go from playing in Jacksonville, Florida, to London. The difference in the amount of money your team can garner is astronomical. Okay, just from the amount of the the, the if they have a team that London can rally around, the merchandise sales around said team are going to be. Insane. First three years are going to be nuts. Here's what I would I would wonder in caution. It took me 10 minutes to pick out every team's jersey, yes. home and away, and all, alternative jersey. For sure. In the stands. It's a Super Bowl. There's a constant buzz. It's weird. They kick louder for – or they, like, cheer louder for kickoffs and field goals. and Yeah, they like soccer. If the team's not good mm-hmm. after three years and you're the London whatever. Yeah. They're going to want to relegate you. Exactly. <laughs> but there's no relegation in the NFL. So – it's only a 62,000-seat stadium, so I think they're still going to pack it out. Yeah. There's still going to be the same buzz if London's not good. Yeah. Uh, but Shad Khan's making a ton of money for three years moving them. You're going to pay. You're going to do what it takes to try to be good. That would be my only caution because there's just too much money involved, and it grows the game somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. It's just- Plus, I envision what that team looks like just being a lot sexier version of what it is now like from the like coaching we're not even staff talking about where the nfl the, really makes everything. their money it's tv deals yes now sports. you're bringing in sky sports it's and a whole yeah. different revenue that they don't have now yeah yeah so it's like it's a and dumb, that's all it's, of europe it's that's a, not it's a dumb a UK number. thing yeah it's yes. a dumb number right like it's, it's, it's extra b's yeah in front of the 10 or 11 yes. billion that they get now yeah you start, and, yeah they're gonna play the preseason games maybe around around europe oh my god yeah it's that would suck that would suck. Speaking for the, of like from like a coach's players' yeah. point oh, of view, terrible. that would suck. Would, honestly, they might. Even I played. Be- I played a game in Tokyo, a preseason game in Tokyo. We played at home. We went to Tokyo. It was a five preseason game schedule. It sucked for a couple of days, but it wasn't the worst thing in the yeah. world. Like it was, it's doable. London's a hell of a lot easier and, to get to than Tokyo from Atlanta, and especially yeah. if they want to get creative. Like, let's say, like, if why don't you say, let's say, the first two preseason games are the same team? Why don't they play the same team twice? Play them once in. You know, maybe play once in Prague, once in. And if in we go to seventeen game schedule, we're taking one of these off. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you, then you fly the team back over. They play their final two preseason games and first four regular season games on the state side. Like again, you have to get creative. The travel's going to suck, but you can get creative. The thing that would be interesting to me is what do free agents think about the destination? Is you know what I mean? Like do taxes, man. You're going to get absolutely murdered. Also, yeah. depending although on, Brexit will help some of that because the UK yeah. stayed on their own stuff with the pound and they're on the euro and that exchange rate is really high. You might actually make a lot more money yeah. playing there, even though you're getting hit with taxes. And it, it is something that happens in the NHL a lot of guys in Canada. Yeah, having, it's the, true. The Canadian teams having an issue because you're paying players in, in U.S. dollars. Yeah. So in Canada, it costs the players actually more money to get the same level of, of a contract as they would in the U.S. So like these things are factors. Now, Shot Khan's got money. The NFL's got money. They can handle that. But it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. Also the dynamic of, I always say this, and, and, and I know, I don't know, this has to be a player-by-player player basis, but it's essentially a new franchise. They might carry over the Jaguars history and all that other stuff, but it's essentially it's a new franchise. The ability to be the face of a new franchise in a new market and the potential marketing opportunities that are in that London are nice for you uh-huh. is a mass, could be a massive draw. Even if, as much as the travel might suck, that's a massive draw that you could be the face of football in 
in Europe, yeah. if we could be face football around the world that isn't in the U.S., like that's oh, an yeah. incredible could, draw. It gives you an opportunity to rebrand if they wanted yes. to. Oh, they're gives absolutely you rebranding. They're, you're, not, you're not going over as the London Jaguars. That's no. exactly right. They're going to rebrand. They're going to have new color schemes. They're going to have. It's going to be. It's an opportunity for your team to just and Khan is the owner to just put everything in his image. The everything thing will be interesting because you do have like OCU Manura guys that. Like Kobe Bryant grew up in Italy. Of right? Guys like that that grew up military families go like mm-hmm. I'm sure they're world more a lot more worldly than just some dude that went grew up in Texas, played at Texas, and just it's all know, the all of a sudden playing now, for the Chiefs, right? They're, they, they're not wanting yeah. to go to London yeah. for four years. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really. There's not a lot of those guys, but it'll be no, interesting but there might be to see some. Them. No, and all of a sudden, as we talk about, and if they if they start winning, then yeah, like anything else, of course, they can, and, they're thinking get to the Super Bowl. They'll find a reason. If we have a recession and they don't, and the pound stays high and the dollar mm-hmm. takes a hit, we, you talk about basketball in the NBA all the time, Florida versus California. Yep. LeBron's yep. losing, what, $40 million over this yeah, contract just me, off his, of taxes he, and yeah. not paying state income yeah. taxes? His fun? Miami contract was very nice in comparison to what he's paying now. Like, it's, it, I know that the. That's why I did that one first. Yes. Of course. <laughs> and of course, you people will look at it will go, oh, they're making so much money. Listen, when you start making that much money, you like making that much money, and you don't like watching. You don't a like large... paying the government that much. Extra exactly, for sure. exactly. You don't. It'll like... be, I mean, from an agency point of view, and free, it'll be really interesting to see how all that happens. But I, I cannot imagine there's not a team there in five years. Yeah, yeah I, no, I agree. I, I said seven when I came back. I thought it would be five, but I, I'm almost with this news. This latest news that and two that facility games... going to be built. I, I can't imagine it's, it's five years. Yeah, and, and still because it's the NFL, playing eight games or nine games a year. Even I mean I know there might be some concerns even if they're bad, but you're not asking a lot of people. No, you're not asking. You're not doing a baseball schedule. Where you're asking them to sell no, out 81 games exactly or a right. hockey schedule 41 games. No, because they are drawn from Amsterdam and Berlin. Everywhere, eight or nine. There's still going to be a huge NFL contingent yes. there. Of course, and even every, if it's not the London whatever. And ev- oh, and by the way, I want to see how your American TV deals get when you're like, okay, now you have a game half the season at that 9:30 a.m. start time. Give us more money because now we've given you a third window. That's going to happen too. Oh god! So the NFL's making those things are going to get those yeah. things are going to get really interesting as they go. Okay, well now we're giving you CBS. We're giving you three windows of games. So I think we need a little bit of extra money on that. Yeah, and a couple of these TV deals are up. If you mm-hmm. go watch them, they're coming up here in the next By couple the way, of years. The biggest news that we have going into all this is the CBA. What's? Yeah, I'll are, let you take this. We are in danger of a work stoppage if this doesn't get done this spring. This is Goodell's. Like worst nightmare. It's also his legacy. Yes. Oh, he he's done an unbelievable job. Well, this better get and if done. This is one of the last things he does. The players don't want a seventeen game season. Yeah. And the players really screwed up last time, and they asked for yeah. more money, and then they took less playing, like less practice time. It was the worst thing ever. There's still some issues. They've been working on this hard to get it done this spring early. We're in danger of a work stoppage. Like this could get TV contracts being up. If they don't get the CBA done this spring, and I'm talking about by the draft, yeah. What's your early this read is on be interesting it? Though, yeah, because I think they will. I mean, I think all parties want it done because the yeah. players are looking at the salary cap just went up, TV ratings are higher than ever, the Super Bowl broke records. The players know they go to a work stoppage. We're taking a huge step back. They also know they got killed in the last negotiation, so they, there's some of that ego that they don't want to get killed again. And they don't want to play the 17 game schedule. So there's there's some things the owners are pushing for, but I. Everybody wants to make it happen because nobody wants to get to June or July without a new CBA. Yeah. And then say, okay, 
do we go into training camp the way that this is or the players go no yeah and the adding to the intrigue is that we're on the deadline too for both major league baseball and hockey so we're at the stage where all yeah. three of the three of the four major leagues are right now in a within a season of work stoppage it's pretty crazy so it's gonna be with cb deals on the table if yep. they get a cba and they extend it and london's already in the plans you know that mm-hmm then the TV contracts will break records. They'll probably it's probably a seven year CBA extension yeah. to match the the referees. Uh, okay. The last thing we're gonna do here is uh, the Raiders extended Jalen Richard, and one of the one of the guys we liked in from a fantasy perspective last year was Josh Jacobs. Um, with this latest news in fantasy, we'll end with this. Jake, what is this? What does this do to your long term outlook on on Josh Jacobs, and more so, what does that do going into next season? It's probably the second round pick still. I think it's more of a Derrick Henry. He loses some catches on third down. They wanted to make him that three down guy, but they also want to run him 25 times a game. And they don't, it's more of a Zeke type situation. Zeke's going to get three or four in a screen pass that can yeah. hit big. So that's why Zeke's still a top five pick. Where I think Josh Jacobs is probably, if it's a 12 man league, 14 to 15. Yeah. Like- still, it still feels a little bit risky there. But he's going to get, if he's healthy, he's going to get 22, 25 carries a game. They want everything to run through him. I just think it's going to limit his catches. So right after the season I wrote for Fresh, I did like the three-round mock draft. So I, I still have Jacobs as like a late second-round pick. But you know, last year it's only 20 catches on 28 targets. And, and I said in there, I said, well, it's possible they add the, that element to his game more in year two. Beware of this upside as a true top 10 fantasy running back is dependent on him becoming more involved in the passing game. And this limits that this really is going to limit that. I, I imagine he's going to get more than 20 next year. Even if he plays the same amount of games, he's probably going to be closer to 30, but we see like the, those, those elite running backs, you're going to have to at least be in the forties or 50 catch range. If you're going to be a true first round or early second round running back. I personally think he has the ability to do that. Oh, he has this, the ability, this, but I don't this think signing alone to. limits that. Like, I just don't think they want to do that. From a like, draft perspective, unless it's a, I think, you know, it's probably more value in a half point PPR than a full point PPR yeah. for sure. By probably four or five picks. Like I might take him at twelve, depending on who's healthy by the time you get there yeah. at half point PPR, but full point PPR, yeah, I think I'd drop yeah. him past fifteen. Yeah, yeah. It definitely yeah, changes. And, and this was for full point PPR, right? Yeah, yeah. where I had him, I think at nineteen, I think it was where I had him here. So like that's kind of great where, value. I that's kind of where I have, he's going to stay there. But yeah, it's it's an interesting look. They probably got him cheap. The, the Raiders are making good moves too. I mean, they they would turn over from the oldest league, oldest team in the league to the youngest. The, the Bucks were the second youngest. They got a ton of draft capital. And they're moving to Vegas. And they're moving to Vegas. They're and there's, already there's, there. there's some excitement, but they've got some pieces. They get a lot of that young secondary back that got hurt this year. Yep. Uh, this is a good, they probably got in cheap. It's, it's a great addition. Washington played good in, in Jacob's absence this year. So we got a decent backfield right there. They probably well, he's, would draft. He's a free agent, so Washington's going somewhere else. So Maybe. That's probably why they gave Richard the extension yeah, now. So I think Washington's going to try that. And they'll probably money. draft another one in the fourth or fifth. They got a yeah. ton of draft capital. Division, Add young guy there. That division's so interesting, though, because obviously you know the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. You've got Oakland. Denver took some steps forward. I like, I like Denver. I like Denver, Denver a lot. Denver's had a lot of close games. They yep. have Shermer. They're running the offense. Yeah, like, I think they're going to be – and you just – that was the other piece of news is you saw we want Vic Fangio. I want Pat Shermer to be aggressive. I was like, all right, we'll see. You want you like to do that on defense, Vic. So let's see aggressive on both sides of the ball. We'll we'll see. I I like Denver. Pat Shermer almost equals conservative. That's yeah, exactly. that's why that's why I thought it was funny. The quote to me was funny because but he's got the pieces to be pretty aggressive. Yes. So that that part would be interesting. Yeah. It's uh, and the Chargers are a huge wild. Chargers card. are a ton of huge talent. wild. They are, Phillip, they are two years ago. Philip Rivers from being really good. They're going to have a new quarterback. They got a ton of excitement. 
by the way, the Chiefs are going to throw it 50 times a game and the Raiders are going to try to run it 40 times a game. It's there's there's so much unknown with the Chargers as that ultimate wild because what they choose to do at the quarterback position obviously dictates our outlook oh, on absolutely. this team completely. I like me Andy Dalton there for one year at 17 million and draft one at six, six or seven, whatever they have. Yeah. I don't hate, man. They're, they are so loaded with talent. I know. It's that, the, that division's going to be brutal. And it's a matter of staying healthy. I'm really, the Chargers' biggest what's, problem what's for Chargers, years yeah. is like nobody can stay healthy. I'm because, because of what we spoke about earlier, I am rooting for that chaos because it will be so enjoyable. I would be to, too, but the Bucks play that division next year. To watch the LA market flip flop. Like I know they, like I know it will happen when the Chargers are inevitably a really good football team in the Rams. Just By the way, the Chargers bring Melvin Gordon back. It's another guy talking about free agency who lost a ton of lost money, so much money holding out, doing all. I, yep. Yeah, see, Eckler's are RFA, but I'm gonna have to tender him. Gordon, we'll see if they bring him back. Lost if they a ton draft of money. a quarterback at six that doesn't play for them, yeah, they're not taking one early in the second round. Right? I mean, that's. No, but if they're taking a quarterback, they're taking it there. Or they might trade out of that pick if they're not taking one. I was going to say, they might trade out of that pick. That's the great thing about yeah. free agency. Yeah. Having yeah. It's, it's going to be it's, so it's, much fun, it's, but that division could be really – they all stay healthy. It could be really good. All right, guys. What are your uh, – Jake, I'll go to your first parting thoughts on today's podcast. Can't wait to get to – well, with T.I. We're going to have so much more information by the time we get to March 1st or 3rd when I things know. can really start getting going. I know. The rumor mill is already buzzing about all kinds of stuff. A lot of it's speculation now, but it's starting to get – some stuff leaking out here and there. By the time we sure. get to March 1st, much less, like the first 24 hours of free agency are going to be bananas. Yeah. Bananas. Because there's going to be, really be some splashes that are ending up somewhere else. Jamie? Mine is just, let's give a shout out to Eric Weddle. Uh, who, who's yes. Retired. Yes. For sure. Uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, excited yep. for him to, to ride off in the sunset there. And that, that that's a huge loss on the field. Absolutely. Both in the locker room and on the field. Absolutely. Did it the right way. Yeah. Hell of a career. Awesome dude. Ton of fun to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Enjoy retirement and family. Uh, my parting thoughts on today's podcast are to the Ohio pastor who wants to sue the NFL over the Super Bowl halftime show. Have more to do, brother, because you're not going to win uh, against the NFL. And if you don't like watching the halftime show, I got a really good news for you. Nobody forced you to watch the Super Bowl. Or I'm going to give him props because he maybe built a new wing from his constituency, giving him more money for going out and being this outspoken against something that this outlandish and stupid. It's they're, one, one of the you're the marketing genius, or honestly, there were so there was. I'll save what I was really gonna yeah, say. Or, or I, you're just you're just missing some I things just, about this planet we live on. I I just I struggled with this all because I live on social. I live on social as we all do, and on Twitter, everybody was overly positive about this whole halftime show. And then I went on the other platform that I rarely ever go on. It's like a once a week occurrence. I'm on Facebook. And I scrolled for maybe 10 seconds. And I was like, this is a completely different reaction to the Super Bowl halftime show than what my Twitter audience was looking at. And I'm going, oh my gosh, were we watching the same thing? And I just, I there's just no part of my brain. I don't brain have time or care there. enough to go back with the same people said about Adam Levine last year. He had his shirt off. But how can yeah. I, come on. How man. is that any different? It's the world we live in. It was an I, awesome halftime show. Celebrate those women. Celebrate the culture in South Florida. It was awesome. Not only that, the best part, as I tweeted about it, I'm going to mention it, but I'm going to mention it again. The fact of the matter is, and this is what my Yaya said, so you can take this, a conservative Greek woman who grew up in a small village in Greece, okay? She was so excited because when she was growing up, she said there were never any women on TV that 
that were older than 30 years old. She goes, you have to understand. 43 and 50. She had, she's like, you have to understand how amazing it is that we are celebrating two women over the age of 40. And God you bless it, them. You damn sure should be celebrating. That's, hello. They look phenomenal. Yeah, they look phenomenal. And they were having a good time. And for me, those are my only qualifications. I, I, I wanted to dance. I wanted, I wanted to enjoy myself. That If you didn't have a good time, you'd probably just But I've been to four Super sucker. Bowls. A couple were good halftime shows. One was the Rolling Stones. One was Bruce Springsteen. This was so much better than that. One was the Black Eyed Peas, which was okay. And one was Aerosmith, Britney Spears, and NSYNC, which was one of the greatest halftime shows ever. So yes. like that one's pretty awesome to be at live. But I would have loved to have seen this one. Yeah. Compared to the other ones? Yeah. The Rolling Stones in Detroit with 20 degrees, eight, eight feet of snow outside yeah. sucked. Like, it was not entertaining, to say the least. And they're like 100 years old. Love you, Rolling Stones. Uh, Jake, how can everybody follow you on social media? Jake B. Arians on Twitter. Jamie? Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter. And you guys can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you haven't, you should sign up for premium on thedraftnetwork.com so you too can place trades and pretend like you are a GM. Feel free to tweet us those mock drafts because I love looking at them. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, Paige Demakos from TDN Fantasy wanted to give a quick shout out to Draft Network's amazing sponsor, Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light put on an epic tailgate at the Senior Bowl. It was the first ever TDN tailgate. I hope everybody that got to got to come and, and join us got t-shirts and got to try all the Bud Light Seltzer flavors because man, we had a hell of a time. My personal favorite is the black cherry flavor, but I love lemon, lime, mango, and strawberry as well. Definitely, definitely recommend trying out all these flavors. And for me, in Scottsdale, it's almost always pool season, so you already know I'm drinking seltzer by the pool. Sorry for all those of you who don't have that opportunity, but I think everybody should try out some Bud Light Seltzer. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.